This smoothie is so good, it's unreal. What it is is um, strawberry banana, black seed oil, and arginine. All right? And it is the most delicious fucking shit that I've... Some people don't like um, black seed oil. They don't like the taste. I love it. So if you love black seed oil, add that to your shakes. You probably already have, so I'm telling you nothing you don't know. Now, let's play a thought exercise. Let's play what happens if race relations keep going down and in, in the US especially, which would then carry over into, into Canada and then the reverberations will the reverberations will echo throughout the world. So, okay, so US, Canada, UK. The US race relations break down so much that you got people of European descent versus everybody else publicly opening the streets. And we're now at a point where everybody has friends from everywhere. So now, where do people stand? Right? You have to stand somewhere. You have to stand on a side. You're being forced to stand on a side. Which side do you take? Or do you let yourself? Or do you become one of them people like in Germany who would hide Jews? You can become one of them easily. So anyway, there's that, all right? Then in Canada, you have the already open war against the indigenous community, right? You have the RCMP complicit, the cops complicit, the government complicit, provincial officials complicit, municipal, uh, what did I just say? Municipal officials complicit. You got everybody complicit against them, all right? Now, if something, forget the US, if something breaks out here, we had, you know, the Oka crisis or the so-called Oka crisis. We've had skirmishes here and there. We've had riots and protests and battles and so on and so forth here and there. But what if, if the indigenous community decide that we go into war and we're about to take, set this off a few notches and we got guns too. You might think we don't got guns, but we got guns too. And we start to take y'all the war in a way you don't want. And of course, the first people to black to back to back them will be the blacks. So the blacks and the indigenous will be at war with the cops. Just naturally. They don't like us naturally, so when the war jumps off, we immediately will just have their backs. So, there goes that. Then you have the LGBTQ plus community, which comprises of different races and you know so on. But they've been oppressed. And if something jumps off, they get involved. Then you have, I don't know if the Chinese necessarily. Well, with COVID-19, the way they've been treated, they might. Give me one second. So you have at least half a dozen people who would immediately take Canada to war. And Canada ain't no 400 million 
population. Our numbers are lower in all ways. Therefore, the military response would not necessarily be as serious as you would think. Like, we have soldiers helping out in nursing homes right now. That shows you how busy they are and how much conflict they're in. So, and let me preface this by saying, I know how these things get taken and some snitch is gonna be like, hey, listen to what this guy said. I'm playing a hypothetical thought exercise to see what would go down, all right? And where would it play out? So you have the cities would be a lot harder to for this to play out because in the cities, everybody knows everybody else. People aren't turning on each other as quickly in the cities as they would in the countryside. I mean, people did turn each other over COVID. That person has 25 people in their house, therefore there's COVID being spread. Arrest them. That kind of shit, that's one thing. But when it comes to life and death, things like, yo, if you call your neighbor, if you call on your neighbor, that neighbor's getting killed because the cops are coming to kill them or anybody on this street who looks like them. Would the person still make that call? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, these are your neighbors. Would you kill off 25 of your neighbors because there's a war on brewing? I don't, I, I, I want to say no, believe me. Every bone in my body wants to say no, but I don't know if that's true, you know? Shake's fucking good. So, we don't know how that, so in cities it wouldn't necessarily play out in that way, but whoo, them real communities where it's like a population of 10,000 and there's like 100 black people or it's like 3,000 and there's like 40 black people, that kind of shit. You're gonna see the backlash there first and you're gonna see very intense backlash in the immediate because, I mean, they're the majority. The hillbillies are the majority and have access to the resources and go hunting every fucking weekend and week and go and do all these things. So, they're survivalists. Well, Alberta is more of the survivalist type people, but what I'm saying is, people who know how to use guns exist in these communities, and if there's a, some kind of civil unrest declared where black and indigenous people are the problem, they will know how to t take matters into their own hands, all right? Now, Alberta. Alberta where you have biker gangs, outlaw, well not outlaws, biker gangs, soldiers of Owen, Adam Waffen. Then you got Chinese triads. Then you got Somali gangs. That might be the ones, well, I mean, maybe every city will play out like this. We have all these factions in one city. 
if a civil unrest happens, people are going to start shooting at the other side. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will play out in the city. You know what I mean? One sec. Mm. So, where this really gets on and popping is in really obscure rural communities, northern New Brunswick, northern Saskatchewan, fucking territories. And it'll play out there because there's a higher population of indigenous people in those places naturally. So when the beef starts, the RCMP ain't holding no, no stops. They're going all out on that particular community. And if blacks get caught up in the crossfire, then show, so be it. But that's where you're gonna see this shit play out. Like you're gonna see starlight tours to the next level. There's gonna be more than starlight tours. It'll just be shoot on sight, drag the body out, out into the middle of nowhere, leave it there. Um, what are we, how are we prepared for this? <laughs> you know what I mean? How are any of us prepared for this? Some of us know how to use firearms. Some of us are good with a knife, but not everybody. Because many people are very peaceful people who believe that, you know, God will save them from everything. That is, you know, a commendable way of looking at things, but it's not going to save you in the moment. It's not going to save you in a violent moment. So I'm already reaching for this movie again. So you have to think of these things and say to yourself, how ready am I for that? On a scale of one to 10, I'm about a seven as far as preparation. I just need the, the tool and I'm good. Let's see, the Thule, the Thule access to baby moms and the daughter so they can stay fucking here. And um, I can watch over them. And then mom Dukes probably have her moving here too. So that the civil unrest doesn't doesn't like expand into them areas. I can't see the people that I know. Can't have all the family move into one place, but people gotta watch out. So civil unrest in this context is gonna look very, especially because I keep saying Canada is a place where you can bury a lot of bodies and nobody would know. It's very vast. You know, a lot of people don't live places. So it's one of them places that's like. You could disappear somebody here and people wouldn't know for fucking a month, two months. All right, I want to talk about the action plan of sorts in this next part. This is two parts. So you get your little intermission, I'll play something, and then we're going to get into some of these action plans for the black community. All right? All right, peace. So once again, I fucked up recording. This time I recorded over an instrumental. I didn't want to. It doesn't matter. So I wrote Black People PPL in Canada. All right. And this is how we sort of improve our situation. We got Black social services and healthcare workers. Now that runs the risk of falling into the very system that we are trying to fight against. 
the CAS, the healthcare workers, but you know them doctors that say, oh, well, black, black women can endure more pain, therefore we're not gonna treat them properly because they can endure more pain. And then, what is it? I think black women are five times more likely to die in childbirth than every other race. It's that. So you need black doctors and healthcare workers who understand the science of no, they're not fucking, you know, they're not super, they're superhero in action and in nature, but they're not superheroes that are gonna survive excruciating pain during childbirth, all right? So then you got black educators in schools. This also runs the risk of just falling within the system. The school says curriculum, you teach the curriculum, or you don't have to but you can expect to hear about it eventually. Now, you got black charter schools popping up. That would be the first, that would be my first, if I was a, a black teacher, and I just came out of teacher's college, I'd be first beelining to there. I wouldn't be fucking waiting for the hope, the hope for the public school to open up. It's fucked up anyway. All right, black civilians protection. It's kind of, oh yeah. So when, this is my classic example of the nurse coming home at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And there's sketchy people about who's helping protect her. Now she may have bear mace and I would actually suggest that she keeps bear mace and shit like that, a knife on her that she can reach and grab when she jumps off. But um, really, if it gets to a stage where it's like, okay, you're walking down the street, minding your own business, you got headphones on, eight dudes roll up, cut you off, fill you up, call you the N-word, fill you up some more, laugh, drive off, and you're there feeling indignified. There's gotta be that number you call. And that number you call sorts that out because they go tracking people down. And, you know, this is where police might not necessarily be needed. A proper beatdown, all that might be needed for these guys to not fucking try that shit again. You know what I'm saying? Um, bring racial incidents to coalition who then, yeah, that's what I just said. Oh yeah. Black money. Okay, do math on Twitter. So I'm gonna go on Twitter. Luckily, I already have it up. So black Canadians, almost two million of us. Black Americans, almost 40 million. It's almost 39 million, let's say. So combined, it's almost 39 million. Every, if, now, this is not including the kids, the people in jail, people that have no money period. But if everybody puts up five to $10, that's 196 million, almost $500,000. So almost $196,500,000 to almost $393 million. <laughs> All right. That is what can go down. Now, the indigenous population Canada, they make up one point, almost 1.7 million 
same thing, five to 10 each, they'd have between almost 8.4 mil and almost 17 mil. Now, if it was the US and it was the Native Americans, you'd have 6.79 mil Native Americans and you'd have 33, almost 34 million at the low end, at the high end, almost 68 million. Like, yo. Yo. If everybody just put that down right now, fucking shit would change. And because these people, they don't want to hear your tweets. Like it's Twitter, Twitter and shit is good because it brings attention. Like nobody would have thought about Wayfair if it wasn't for TikTok, but you know, you got to um, go beyond that. You got to reinforce the social media shit with real life shit. So bringing the money and putting a tweet in somebody's face would be interesting. But bringing the money would be, would be the first step really. We got, what was the numbers? We got 400 million, give us this now, or fuck you. Native Americans, they got Oklahoma. So that's, that's good. So I won't go in on them, but black people, we got $400 million, what are you gonna do for us? Fuck Biden and fuck Trump. We got 400 million, we want this. Are you gonna do this? No, no money for you. Alright. Uh, what else is here? Black protection nurses and other BW working. Yeah, it's not just nurses. It's any black woman who's coming home from like coming home from cleaning later, something. Just get dudes that got either they went through security or they got the Thule. The licensed Thule, of course, the licensed Thule. And they um just protect women. And nobody's gonna fuck with them. So that tool you would never have to get used. You might get the odd drunk person who might try something, pistol whip them. <laughs> but, um, you know, for the most part, it would fly. These things aren't out of the fucking ordinary. These things aren't far-fetched. I challenge somebody to tell me how this is far-fetched. I know you can't, but I challenge you to. See what I'm saying? So, yeah. This is one part of it. There's more. There's much more. But uh, I won't get into it now. It's kind of what it, 1231, this is like the fading period, so I'm gonna have a smoke and then probably record some more, then sleep. All right, peace out, folks. Thanks for listening.